0: Welcome to Beyond the Frontline Podcast, where your hosts, U.S. Air Force veterans, Donna Hoffmeyer and Jay Johnson, will help you transition from the front line to the home front. Listen every other Wednesday, as they will bring great conversations, resources, tips, and feel-good stories that will resonate and relate. Now, here's your hosts, Donna Hoffmeyer and Jay Johnson.
1: We are back for another episode session. Listen to me like we're in a therapy session here. Maybe it is.
0: (laughs) Anytime you're with me, my friend. Anytime you're with me.
1: (laughs) We're here with another episode of Beyond the Front Line. And I am doing the intro. I'm stepping in for a change because you always hear Mr. Polish voice. So I thought you could hear the other voice for a change. And I'm here with my brother from another mother, Mr. J. Johnson.
0: What's happening? Yeah. I I don't know that I always step in and you say polished. It's a little bit like sandpaper and gravel.
1: No, you are. You have that. I always told you if if somebody (laughs) could visualize us talking and they didn't know what we look like, you are this robust, full voice. And then there's me. And so Uh I'm like, it would be like the fat kid and the skinny kid no oh, like, that's not true oh my lord every <laughs> time I hear your voice I'm like man if I could do that I I don't I have we, uh, my voice we are, you,
0: you do just fine and we are we're good in this space together you know what's funny Don I'm getting ahead of us probably uh, forgive me but I got to meet your parents
1: you did over, get to meet the uh, parents
0: <laughs> yeah over the Christmas break and it was just funny when I shook your mother's hand and said, hi, I'm Jay, and uh, she immediately had a reaction and said, oh, you're the face behind the voice, and you sound in person just just like you sound on the podcast. That's and a I compliment. Thought, yeah, I mean, when I listened to our podcast, Donna, right, tying back to you just talking about voices and tonality and all that, I think I sound totally different when I listen to myself. Yeah, do. So, anyways, it was funny that your mom said Oh, that she
1: was, was, was all excited cuz I said, "Hey, Sunday. we're going to go up and and for the audience just so you know, Jay Jay and I are always have our fingers into something and we always oh. help each other out. So this podcast that that's where some of this started was me calling him when I got offered the the job, so to speak, and I said, "Hey, do you want to do a podcast?" He's like, "Sure, why not?" And then he decides one day hey, I'm going to manage a fireworks store twice a year. Want to help? Sure. Why not? And we, what, third season, right?
0: Yeah. Well, fifth season, third year. And um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. the, The things we get involved in, Donna, it's true. I mean, you've always been there for me, number one. And so, yeah, I get myself into some situations and then you're usually the one that comes in and
1: I throw my kid out. My kids all excited. Brady's just totally pumped now that he gets to make some bucks off of Mister J. It's
0: like, yeah, (laughs) can work for him. Yeah, first job. Maybe not his first job, but you know, it's good to.
1: I'd say first ish job. He mows lawns and does that stuff. But this is, yeah, he liked it, boy. He when that when that check came over, he was like,
0: oh. Uh Yeah, it was fun having him. I look forward to having him in the future.
1: Yeah, that'll was... be for
0: future future conversation again. We'll talk about some of the the crazy little things we do on the side. What's happening in your world though, Donnie? You got a lot cooking right now. Mm,
1: everything's cooking. Holy cow! Like I feel, <laughs> if you could visualize it, I'd have every pot on the oven. On full yeah. and boiling, I'm like, yeah. damn!
0: In the oven running and the rain. Oh yeah,
1: like and the whip. smoke alarms going off, and it's just wild right now. I'm just and I love it. I mean, you know, you and I kind of run a little bit with our hair on fire, and and uh, that's kind of what, yeah, you, know, you know, we're a little bit of adrenaline junkies, so. Little bit, we're probably too broke to jump out of a plane, but we can do it other ways.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I don't mind today. Today, I don't mind jumping off a tall curb, but I don't mind days of jumping up. Like
1: <laughs> Even that's down. risky sometimes.
0: Yeah, well, for me, that's true.
1: So, yeah, so I've got let's see what's going on. We launched uh transitioning warring veteran breakfast. That's that, cool. Yeah, that was the biggest one that took off, and so we. Did that as the first of hopefully many, but um, we're, you know, we're starting small. We're starting with one. It was very successful. We got the second one coming up the 9th of February. Just put some advertisement out. And then uh, kind of getting all that going, getting sponsorship, getting, you know, speakers and getting nonprofits engaged and, and all that good stuff. And then if that isn't enough to take up most of my day, then I am uh, helping out launching what's coming next for Coming Home Well, which is the Coming Home Well or the CHW radio stream.
0: Oh, that's that, awesome.
1: Yeah, that'll be launching in February. So you'll hear our voices a little bit more. Um, yeah,
0: that we did. You and I tinkered a little bit, right, on that mm-hmm. uh, platform. And we thought it was a really smooth, easy, and the the sound quality is really good. good. So what's yep. for our listeners, is going to be great.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's an app that is out If you're listening, I'll tell you a secret. You actually can download it right now on Google (laughs) or on Apple, and you can listen. But it's only in beta right now. It is not officially launched. We're just testing it out, getting schedules up, seeing how it's going. So it's not the final anything. But if you want to listen to it, it's there. It's got um, rock and country music, like Something more veterans kind of relate to. And then it's got all our podcasts. They'll be coming on throughout the week and the weekend. And they'll have podcasts from our sister network, which is Whole Care Network. Whole Care Network um, is all towards caregivers. And so we cross podcast on their stream. They're going to cross podcast on our stream. And then we're bringing on all kinds of shows, even people that we've interviewed, believe it or not. Do you remember Alicia Brown when we had that interview uh, on federal resumes? Well, she's actually going to be doing a short piece on the radio on just that, federal resumes and little small bites that people can utilize. Uh, We have a cooking show coming on, like some kind of history of cooking. We have uh, legacy shows coming on for like Vietnam veterans. We're doing specialty music hours. Like there's going to be one uh, that's going to be, is it Rock Mayhem? They haven't named it yet, but basically it's all going to be geared towards like all that heavy metal, death metal, or heavy rock. There'll be an hour like that. Um, there's gonna be a little of that, everything.
0: That's that's taking me back to my you know youthful years uh, as a teenager in the '80s. Right,
1: right. That's because that's the average age of all the veterans.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Majority
1: sure. of them. Not all. I know there's some baby ones out there. And actually, yeah. the person that's doing the rock mayhem cracks me up because she is. 10 years younger than oh. me maybe a little bit more and i was like dang you like this she's like yeah I'm like
0: okay <laughs> that's fun
1: you go yeah. so yeah i mean it it and it's just wild i mean i dude i was a nurse here i am helping set up a radio stream so
0: yeah look you've 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 uh grown branches deeper roots and figuring some things out and involved in a lot of things and it, it kind of goes back down i think to that conversation you and i've had before which is just you know you got to keep moving yeah. right because when you're moving you, you're giving yourself opportunities to have more kind of come into your field of view you know when you're just starting anything out the the vision or the the, the forward-looking aspect of it is pretty narrow but the Mm -hmm. more you move the wider it gets the more you take in the more you become aware of and and it's much easier to keep moving than to start moving so the key is to start and then keep moving and and not be
1: afraid i mean that probably my bane and my asset is that i'm not i don't (laughs) have a lot of fear like i'm like i'll try it why not you know i mean You know, a couple times I'm like, oh, that's crazy. I couldn't do that. And then, you know, here I am, podcast two years later, you know, and I'm like, oh, what's the worst that's going to happen? It doesn't work very well. Maybe I step away from it. You know, I mean, nobody's dying.
0: Compared to things we've done, Don, it's relative, right? Compared to things we've done, we've done things that truly carried risk of life. And so the things we're talking about now, when we really just... You know, put it in clarity and and think about it. There's not much we're doing today that is putting it, us in harm's way or anyone else in harm's way. It's
1: so. funny. you say that. Two things came to my head. I'm like, yes, because like the day I'm on the plane and all the the circuit breakers pop and we don't know why. And we're stuck in Bosnia and we got to take a 130 home and then the gears lock. I meaning yeah. like like we can't get them up. And so, and I remember that day so distinctly, I had uh, injured soldiers from a motor vehicle accident. I had a a true psych patient in a jacket, like, no kidding. I had all this stuff. That
0: wasn't me. That wasn't me. No,
1: it wasn't you. No, not that one. And uh, anyways, I just remember we were getting ready to land and the load looks at me and she comes over and says, ma'am, I just want to let you know that we had... um, Gears that didn't come up last week too. I wasn't on the flight, but it was another one thirty and it and they locked it the best they could, just for the audience, just so you know, on a one thirty, if you just think of like a screw, like the the wheels kinda like screw up into the plane and kind of screw down. And sometimes they get stuck. And so they have to put locks on and that if it gets stuck to make sure it doesn't fail. And she said, we're going to put the locks on. And she goes, a belly flop down the runway. That's not what you want to hear when you're coming in for taxi and you got sick people and equipment everywhere. And you're like, "Okay, is this the end for me? Just make it quick.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm we, not a pilot, of course, although I did sleep at a Holiday and Express. I was but a to,
1: flight nurse. I wasn't a pilot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to me, it seems like I would much rather have the wheels stuck in the down position. I realize that creates... Than the wreck. up
1: position.
0: Right. For, yeah, for actual flying. But, but for the purpose of landing, I, I kind of would like them to be there and not stuck in the up position.
1: Yeah, you know? agreed. Agreed.
0: <laughs>
1: and so I was like, damn. So, yeah, right. If you compare your life to that... Yeah, it's you know, I, I actually I go to acupuncture and I had the the therapist I said to her, I was like, God, I had a, a migraine for two days. I cannot figure out why. And she goes, well, any stress? I'm like, no, I mean, not I didn't feel any stress. um And I had an all day basketball game for my daughter that I was at like a tournament and we didn't get home till late. And. And then the next morning, I had the launch of the veteran breakfast, so I had to prepare late. And it was just like this ongoing thing. But I said, it was just stuff. You know, it wasn't stressful. And she laughed at me. And she goes, OK, listen. She goes, your life in the military was high, high, high stress 24-7. And she said, it doesn't mean what's going on now isn't stressful You just don't compare it to what you think stressful is. She goes, so your body still can respond. And, of course, I'm like, oh, please. (laughs) But she probably had a point.
0: I think there's relevance in that. You know, honestly, I've done acupuncture before, too, and I'm not a needle fan. These are really thin. I
1: love acupuncture.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it did well for me. Um, Not something I do actively like you do, but I Mm. have other ways doing it. but yeah I, th- I think that's true donna we all experience stress and process it differently and be for veterans have come out of these high stress situations like you're describing yeah. i think it yeah it's you still f- have stress you just don't process it in the same ways. So.
1: and and you know here's a i had this conversation with somebody and i said you know in the military we don't have stress we embody stress like that's that's what we live in. Like yeah, we live in stress. Lunch,
0: breakfast, lunch, dinner.
1: Constant, right? It's and we yeah. are on twenty four seven. Like if, you know, when the news starts kicking and things aren't going well and you're like, oh boy, in the back of your head, am I gonna be called? Do I have you yeah. start looking at your bags? You're kind of preparing.
0: Yes, spinning up.
1: You're constant. You're you're constantly that. So we embody it. So when we step away and we get away from that Then a stressful event happens, we feel it even more. And this just happened to me the other day. I was in a meeting. I was kind of dreading the meeting. Um, It was – it doesn't even matter who it was with because I'm not out to shame anybody. But it it didn't go well. Um, And we had this meeting, and I was feeling like one of the people in there was being pretty aggressive, in conversation, it was like their way or the highway, they're the boss, you're all gonna be, you know, and this is nonprofit. So I'm like, geez, like I work with a lot of nonprofits yeah. and executive directors and board members, and nobody Settle acts
0: down, like no that. Settle down,
1: well, hero. I made the comment, like, hey, since we've started this meeting, I feel like you've been pretty aggressive towards me. Immediately hung up. Whoa. Like whoa, did not expect that. Um, I just sat back for a minute. Uh, I talked to the other person that was there. They had a different view than I did, um, and I said, you know, they're like, well, I don't think maybe this is a match. And I said, I, I would probably agree. This probably isn't a good match, you know. But I, I wish you guys the best. I hope it all goes well, etc., etc. Because I did make the comment. I'm like. It concerns me that that behavior is not going to lend to you guys being successful.
0: Yeah.
1: I and and they didn't take that well. They were not happy with it. Well, anyways, get off the phone, boy. It took me an hour or two to just kind of settle yep. down. Normally, I would have in the military been like fuckers, <laughs> something like that, and I would have just walked off. This actually like may, it took me a little while to chill out from.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe in those situations you can just say, can I have your mailing address? I'm going to send you a copy of Emotion Intelligence 2.0. There's an assessment in there you can take that (laughs) Uh, that's passive aggressive, right?
1: It's just but, crazy, but, but I, kind
0: of a nice way of pointing out to them, dude. You've got some emotional maturity to, to yeah, kind of a work. lot of it. I know you're referring to don't need to know, but
1: no, no, no. It, it's just there the are point. Some
0: people out there completely unaware of the way yeah. they come across to people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, and it was kind of a test for me because when I I knew what I was saying, and I was kind of pushing back a little, and I wanted, I was interested in the response, and. I didn't expect the complete hang-up. I did expect the, excuse me, but yeah. it was more. And I was like, okay. Well, the
0: hang-up piece is another sign of emotional immaturity. Oh,
1: immaturity, right. yeah. But but for me, I hadn't been in any battles for so long because when I'm working with people, I have people that are like, yes, how do we make it happen? And yes, it's always yes for me, like which is so opposite of what I felt like in the military. It was my first hard no, and I was like, Woo. Okay. Yeah. Then I I'll felt be, that stress. Oh well, yeah. Moving on. I mean, I, I moved on, but it was interesting to actually feel stress <laughs> versus yeah. my normal, which would be like, whatever. And not feel that.
0: Well, and, and, you know, not knowing anything else and we can move beyond this, yeah. so, you know, it had less to do with you and more uh, to who they are. And I, oh I yes. Manifest itself in many other places in their life and many other relationships. And what a shame because they're really stifling opportunity yeah. and the ability to make an impact. Yeah. So they'll, they'll learn or they'll, they'll get out of the, yeah. they'll get out of the industry and business of whatever it is they're doing. They
1: have a great mission. I mean, it's all, yeah. but yeah, it's unfortunate. So anyway, but much. the point was just like now feeling stress, right? I'm like, Ooh, now I feel that versus yeah. You know. So, uh, all right. Should we just look back? I think we should kind of just look back a little bit. Speaking yeah, of. Can I
0: can I maybe share one last thing? Yeah, please do. Let's just wait on my spirit. I don't know why. Uh, you probably saw this too, but uh, Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, number five. <gasps>
1: Gaylord, yes.
0: Gaylord passed away yesterday.
1: Respect, yes.
0: The, I just uh,
1: saw that.
0: The best speaker I've ever heard in my life, bar none. Now, look, I'm a Les Brown fan and a, you know, Simon Sinek, Maxwell, Tony Re- We can just throw all these speakers. Right. Bob Gaylor was the best communicator speaker I ever saw in my life. In the room with him on several occasions, listening to him speak. And, of course, long retired and, uh, you know, in his 90s, was still hosting these online Facebook sessions. uh as the chief and sharing wisdom and he would do that every wednesday night wednesday night with the chief i think he called him but anyways i just saw that and so I, I just thought i'd say to our air force brethren right men and women uh whoever crossed paths with that amazing man uh, he
1: was i heard him speak once and i agree he was pretty incredible yeah,
0: yeah. He uh, lived a full life but just wanted to honor his memory by giving a shout out to him
1: yeah lots and thoughts and prayers to his family too
0: yeah for sure. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's funny. When you said that, I was like, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. I, I'm living under a rock lately, I feel
0: like. <laughs> See <seeing> the news. <laughs> well, it was just it was just yesterday. It was just yesterday. It
1: was. Yeah. It was. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So it's good
0: to good to remember those that came before as you were getting ready to tee up. Well,
1: speaking list. of remembering, I think yeah, I think right. we should look back on the year a little bit because I think that's that cool. we had an incredible year. It's um
0: good
1: and we met a lot we always meet a lot of people, a lot of people. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're a social butterfly now. I mean,
1: oh Lord, Not, nothing compared with, to I, you.
0: text me with excitement, Jay. You won't believe who I just met. This this person will be amazing for the podcast and can't wait for us to talk about it. And no, you're right. We had some really really cool uh, stories and speakers and sessions over the last year. And I asked you as we were. Just prior to stepping into this session, Donna, I said, "What? How long we've we been doing this now? Like a year and a half?" And you said, "Jay, it's been two years." And two I,
1: years.
0: And then I looked at myself in the camera and I thought, "Oh, I look every bit of that in two
1: years." I, I'm gonna look this up. I'm <laughs> gonna pull. You do not, oh Lord!
0: Big bags under my eyes, and uh,
1: you gotta sleep.
0: Yeah. How much time we put into to, to trying to bring our listeners, you know, compelling stories and inspiration. Uh-huh inspirational stories what are you looking up what are you pulling up here about? so
1: i am pulling up right now i was looking at our stats i'm a little stat nerd and i was looking at the number like our most popular podcasts that we had and i'll tell you the one that surprises me um not in a bad way but just surprised me um the veteran treatment court wrap up.
0: Oh, it was such so, a good series. But you're saying to me what you're looking at right now, the wrap up has been one of the more engaging sessions yeah. Is that what you think?
1: Yeah, we had the yeah. most downloads from of all time of all our podcasts. We are oh. Yeah. That was our big and that actually surprised me cuz I was like, well, who just wants to hear Jay and I yap? I thought they'd like love- <laughs>
0: Well, that's what we're doing right now. So maybe we're setting ourselves up for our next big download. People are tuning in, going <laughs> listen to the dorks. Like, oh, not. I shouldn't call you a dork. Have you listened to Donna and the Dork? That we're, dorks.
1: In- okay. yeah. we're dorks. It's okay. We're dorks. But
0: I've mean- by now Donna listening into this one. They're like these two are just freelancing today. They are. are like. Reservation and what whatever's coming to their heart and mind, they're bringing it forth. So stay tuned, keep listening, because there's more silliness to come. God
1: bring. knows, right? We'll come up with the two of us. Yeah. No, I was actually surprised. So we did the series, and it started very randomly.
0: It did, That's didn't true. It?
1: Like it was very. So it started with. Way back. So it's, it started with a, vet, a breakfast out in Spring Branch. And I had a, a service member that I met, and I had him come out, and he spoke. He, he was a Marine. And when I learned about what he did, he worked for the Veteran Treatment Court in San Antonio. Yeah. All right. Short version is that we ended up connecting with Veteran Treatment Court in Comal County, and just for our listeners, it's just the county above uh, Bear County, which Bear County is where San Antonio is. So it's one county above there and started working with them. I started working with them. And we did an entire we were blessed to do an entire series. We got to interview Judge Stevens. We got it, who runs it. And we got to interview Mike Fogarty, who was in charge of all the mentors and yeah. uh, Laura Bailo, who's a court coordinator and then Yennevieve, who yep. was the probation officer. Yep. Um, and then we got to interview, which was probably one of the funniest damn interviews we did, um, George Wolf,
0: Yeah. Um, yeah he, he, he was a lot of fun. That's true.
1: <laughs> just for the audience, if you haven't listened to the podcast, you should go back and listen to it. I don't know if we said it in the podcast, but... We were struggling to logistically meet with him. He had some health issues going on. And so I reached out and said, are you ready for the podcast today? He goes, you know, ma'am, small problem. I'm actually still in the hospital with this infection. And I went, (laughs) how are you feeling? Well, I feel great. I'm just getting, you know, antibiotics and stuff. And I don't know what came over me, but I was like, hey, you were going to do this on your phone anyway, right? Yeah, I was. I'm like... Wanna do it in the hospital?
0: <laughs> yeah, said. so we literally, you and I are, you know, together, and yet we've got him uh-huh. pulled up right there in his hospital room, and we did the that's, did the uh, episode. That that was a that was very unique.
1: It was hilarious, and then what caught my attention, and then I was like, uh oh, so a nurse came into to the room, and I couldn't see the nurse specifically. But I saw an arm come across the front of him, and I saw them grab something, and all I thought was like, oh, my God, please don't say they're medicating him. Well, that's exactly what they did. They medicated him, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, this is going to get interesting.
0: Yeah, it was already interesting, and then they and oh, then they Oh, he was meds.
1: great. Yeah, and fortunately, he, they didn't push anything very heavy. He, he was a yeah. very good interview, and so if you have he a will. chance, go listen to George Wolf. But what made him very interesting... And his story is that he was a participant in the veteran treatment court yeah, and then became a mentor afterwards. And it's his story of that. So I thought that was pretty awesome.
0: Well, even Judge Stevens, when we interviewed the judge and said, we're going to have, you know, somebody on that's actually stood before you and the relationship those two gentlemen share today. Yes. At least the fondness of one another that they have. uh, All of that. It did. It made for a compelling little... A series of episodes we did so i do hope listeners if, if you're listening to this you should go back and listen to that i like to think donna that we've brought a lot of really good stuff uh, oh we did to listeners you know we we always covet feedback i feel like you and i end our episodes asking begging them, yeah to smash that like button to share to follow and to interact with us and share ideas but that was a really really fun series
1: that was, I, I learned a ton in it. And I. And then we ended it, I mean, we ended up with our wrap up, but just before that, um, we got the opportunity to interview somebody that didn't have the opportunity for the veteran treatment courts because sure. it didn't exist. Yeah. And that was Carla. She would, Bug. she would
0: have taken advantage of it. She said, had it been there, but
1: yeah. Yeah. So Carla Bug Uh, We interviewed her after George. Uh, George was episode 40, I think, and then 41 was Carla. And it was an interesting perspective. And to see this woman that is thriving right now and to look at her and she's so graceful and she's so well put together. You can't even imagine that this woman did. Was it 20 years? I cannot remember the exact number, but she did. I think it was a total of 20 years um, incarcerated. She had five children.
0: It was a while, yeah. yeah. She, was, she was definitely in there a while. I don't remember the. So that's
1: part. her story uh, on episode forty-one, and that that's incredible. I mean, she she now she's advocating for veteran uh, justice um, and more advocation for veteran treatment courts and and helping these veterans and giving them a second chance because a lot of times when they get in trouble, it's coping. Right, they're coping with things they shouldn't be, and then they make some bad choices, and then it can just spiral downhill from there, you know.
0: Yep. So, well, you know, we've 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 talked about this again. I don't, I don't want to stray too far off the path, but uh, again, our listeners are already in this with us, so they know we're <laughs> we're all over the map. I, you know, we think about homelessness, uh huh, which which I think today the proper way of saying that we call it uh, being unsheltered. People who are unsheltered. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's a veteran uh, part of that as well. Crisis is probably fair to say there's a lot of homeless vets. Mm-hmm. But the thing that, that Sherry and I talk about often, and I feel like you you and I've had this conversation too, Donna, and this is where we could just have more compassion for people is no one wakes up. No one wakes up and says, you know, I think I'm going to be homeless. Right. It's, it's a series of choices. This is how I tied the bow around it. You were just talking about we get in these states where there's something we're dealing with. We don't get it addressed. And it, and it can compound in our life and manifest as more, you know, challenging things. And choices are, of course, a part of that. But no one wakes up and says, you know, I think I'm going to make this bad decision today, which is going to alter my life. It's what we do on the back end of that choice, whatever it was that led us to do something out of character. And so, yeah, you and I had some really amazing, transparent people come sit in this space with us and share their heart and share their story and and own some stuff that was theirs to own and then have this beautiful part on the back end of that of as, as how it's changed them and how they're giving back.
1: That You segued perfect because that's what I was going to talk about. Our second highest download uh, was oh. actually James Eastland.
0: Oh, James is such a good human being.
1: And, and James is the embodiment of mm-hmm. learning from other people's mistakes or other people's not so awesome choices. Yeah, true. He grew up in a, a household of uh, abuse, you know, and um, saw what it was doing and somehow was... You know, hands were reaching out, and he took them, and found his way. He ended up in the Marines for a short time, about six years, I think. Um, and where he is now, and what he's doing, and I don't even want to give it away, but you really need to listen to that one, That's episode another, twenty-nine. Yeah,
0: go back, go back, everybody.
1: Yeah, episode twenty-nine, uh, James Eastland. He he's an ultra-marathoner, and you need to go listen and find out. What he's doing with his really good fitness as an ultra marathoner, he's actually yeah. doing some some fundraising for an amazing cause, yeah. um, and so listening to him because he he straight up told us he's like I have a brother that made other choices and he's just going back to jail right now, and I don't think it came out on the episode he meant to say it, um, and this isn't to sensationalize, but he was making the point of. Um, these bad choices, his brother got involved in drugs and whatnot. And it resulted in the murder of his grandmother. And I say that just for an impact in the sense of like, think about that, your choices just become so poor, your coping becomes so poor, you now are doing things that you're probably never ever in a million years would do in a, you know, intact state of mind. So anyway, but yeah, James is amazing. I mean, we love him. He just lightens the room when he walks in, doesn't he? You you actually make me giggle. When we bring on guests, I always know, and I'll say most of the time, Jay – Loves the guests. But Jay will tell you that people energize him. And I'll tell you, you come on a podcast with us and watch him when we do interviews and I get it. By the time we're done, Jay is like smiling and he's like, (laughs) that's really good. And he's all energized and like ready to go. And so it's funny because... Some people could say that doing all this can suck the life out of you. But I would say the complete opposite. It's almost like therapy for you. And I would say for me, too, because I, when you hear this stuff, I'm like, well, shit, I am a hot mess. But, okay, I'm not doing so bad. You know, they did it. They're coming through.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, you get to see me, Donna, in a way that our listeners don't, right? I mean, you get to see me physically on screen, if you will. Oh, well, right you know, now. Or even – even today, right? I step in, you're like, dang, dude, you're okay. You look tired. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm tired. I'm old. (laughs) I'm old. I'm grumpy. (laughs) Yeah. But you're right. And then you get in this space and you start sharing and something shifts, but certainly other people's stories Mm -hmm. uh, of overcoming, of, of giving back, Mm -hmm. um, that, yeah. I mean, there's this old saying, Don, I bet this has come out in a previous episode. I just said this to one of my coaching clients, this morning is it's it's hard to wallow in our own challenges when we are in servitude to others mm-hmm. right so we all face challenges and have things going on in our life but when we get outside of ourselves and start doing for others it it's hard to sit there and be downtrodden about the things in our life that aren't going well and it just changes us as a person so me being the quote machine that I am, this literally also. Yes, you are. As my spirit. You know, I think it's Mother Teresa that said, you know, people are hard to love. Love them anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's something magical that happens in that when you just love people, the good, the bad, the, the, the sometimes not so pleasant. Just love people. And when you're in community with people, it changes us. As people
1: are always taking away consciously, subconsciously, they're always taking away from other people. And I don't mean taking from them. I just mean yeah, yeah. learning something from them constantly, sure. right? Sure. 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 Yeah, I mean, we. I said, if you go back three years and Jay was the one that would like drag me out and he would he was readily <laughs> admit, he'd see me sit in the corner. I'd be like, oh Jesus, here we go, a networking event. Yeah. And he'd be like, come on out. And I'm like, that's your thing. And I'd go hide in the corner. That's your thing. <laughs> Seriously. I'd be like, mm, God. And I would. And I it's not that I wouldn't talk to people. Somebody talk to me. I'd chirp away. But for me to get get in there, I I just had this like kind of block of like, oh, what am I gonna say to them? Like, hey, I'm starting a business, you know. I mean, I didn't know. I was just kinda like everywhere. So I, I do what I do best when I have no clue. I just sit and watch. And I'm just okay. For as much as I talk, I always Kind of scare people to say I actually observe twice as much, but it says a lot because I talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's scary. That's scary. I know, right? No, that's true. You're really good today, Donna. That's true. You're really good at just you know, forgive the way I'll describe it. I'm a i vi- am i like visuals though. You're you're in people's soup. Like you have no problem going <laughs> up and and I just had uh, a you know saying to someone, "Hey, tell me about you. Tell me about. I, I heard you say this. I'd love to know more about that and." Yeah, you're much more proactive today. I just
1: had a uh, vision of me in a scuba gear coming out of somebody's bowl of soup, <laughs>
0: going, <laughs> hi! That's, fam- that's a great vision. That, that might be a future book cover for you. Right, so my next you book. You in a, in a scuba mask, a snorkel, emerging from a bowl of soup. Coming
1: right. out of the soup. Yeah, there it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like Gosh. it. Well, how about this, Donna? I know, I mean, we only touched on a couple things. I know there were a lot of really... Juicy is the word I'm going to use. I like that visual too, right? Juicy episodes that we got to do last year and more than anything if you're even one of our past guests listening to this, this is with, you know, all affection and uh appreciation. I love the rawness, the mm-hmm. authenticity, the willingness to just step into the space and have people share. We got some things we're we're trying to do for our listeners in 24 to continue to Up The game, right? What, what, uh, what weighs on your heart and mind when I say that? What, what kinds of things are you thinking you're really excited about getting people in the space with us here to share?
1: I think it's more about getting them to realize that they, they have it within them, like all this stuff that we're doing. And that we get involved in. Like, I joke all the time. I'm like, my calendar looks like an LGBTQ flag. There's so many colors in it with my kids' stuff and my stuff and my husband's stuff. And we're always coordinating schedules. And so I'll hear people like, oh, my God, how do you do all that? Well, I don't know. You just kind of do something and you tack a little something more on and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So we're not special. Maybe that's the bottom line of all that. We're not special. I am nobody special. Donna Hoffmeyer, country girl, raised in northern New Hampshire, population at the time, 2,100, and slipping quickly. I think they're at 1,200. <laughs> Farm girl, you know, I mean.
0: 2099 because you left. I right,
1: mean. right. And so there was, and I you know, went to college, did the military. I didn't do anything special. I just, I, I'm curious. I want to become a nurse because I want to see more of the world. I want to. I joined the military so I could see more of the world. I I was curious. You know I think you and I have talked about that. We're just curious, right? Like and we don't have a lot of fear. And and I understand, you know, there can be some anxiety getting into something that you've never done. But when I taught college, I used to say the same thing to my students all the time. If you can learn to make learning fun, it all becomes very easy. If you can always remember that you're just learning, And that it's always fun to be the new person. I love being the new person because my favorite thing is, I don't know. (laughs) Can you tell me? (laughs) It's okay because as you learn and you build and then you eventually become more of an expert, you know, in whatever it is you're doing. But everybody has a starting place. Everybody. Tony Robbins has not always been Tony Robbins at his level.
0: Yeah. He he was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I heard John Maxwell say this once, you know, he was talking about he finished speaking at a conference and afterwards he's just kind of mingling around. And he said, you know, some much younger person came up to him and said, boy, I'd love to do what you do. And John said, I just looked at him and said, that's great. Are you willing to do what I did? Yeah, Right. Meaning, meaning there's no such thing as overnight success. It's, it's in the action. It's in the putting it into practice and e- learning along the way. And through that, you evolve. And uh, yeah, you're right, Donna. So it's true. Humble humble beginnings. And the work you're doing today isn't something you initially sought to do, but then it kind of captured your heart. And then now you'll, you're thriving in this environment of connecting people and connecting people to resources and getting people help. And yeah. It's fun. It's fun for me as uh, as as a friend, you know, close proximity to get to see some of that and watch it take off.
1: I time. even saw on your side when you when you and I met, you yeah. were how many years into your job at that at your entrepreneur? Well, I'm
0: coming for what I, the work I do today. You mean like coaching and speaking and training that kind of stuff?
1: Well, the training you were doing the training. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah I mean I, I'm ten years into my.
1: So when we met, you were like probably five years, roughly, that's, somewhere that's around there, too. right? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And, I was- and I didn't know you from Adam. You were coming in actually doing...
0: I'd never met you.
1: Nope. We were doing leadership training. I nicely gave you an earful about my thoughts on things. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then we became friends. Um, and then um, I watched... Well, let's see. Then I retired. And then you watched me go through all that. And yep. and uh, and then we then you got me into things. Jay's very good at subtly Bam, bamboozling. Getting, bamboozling's bamboozling. a good word, yeah. Started <laughs> these things and then. At the time he was starting these things, and it was a lot of volunteer stuff. Let me just make that clear. So we were doing stuff where the chamber, we were starting a veteran committee. There was all these things that was going on, and he was leading these things. He was on a library board. He got me into these things, right? I'm like, okay. And why did I do it? Because I knew Jay. Okay, Jay, we'll bop along, right, as a trusted person. And then at that time, I was watching him, and I kept warning him. I said, You better back off some of this volunteer stuff. Your job, your business is starting to take off. It was like, I got a call. I asked to go here. I've been asked to do this. And I'm listening and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And I'm pretty, I'm smart my own way. I could see what was coming. And I kept saying, Jay. And Jay is the person that wants to give 110% to everything he's doing And I knew this about him, and I'm just like Jay, and I'm trying to be
0: I'm a firm believer. Pour it out,
1: Jiminy Cricket on his ear, and I'm just like (laughs) dude. And then finally, he was like, "Holy crap!" Like, and he just dumped the stuff he needed to dump, and the stuff he happened to dump was the shh crap. I'll be nice. He landed it on me, and I ended up having. I took over. I didn't have to do anything. That's true. I chose to take over the stuff that he had started. And and we did. And that isn't even the point. The point was just that at three years after I got out, well, two years, I guess, after I got out, your business started taking off. And, And it's not like you didn't have things going on. You were. You had steady stuff, but it just went up a level. Yeah. And that was how many years in?
0: Uh, you know, probably seven, six years, six, I'm, seven I'm guessing years, six were things really just that the magic started happening right. without a great deal of effort. On seven
1: my years of you trying to not trying because it's not like you were running around like desperate. You had business. I, I saw that people yep. liked you, trusted you. They were they were engaged with you and all that. But when it really started taking off, it was about seven years. And I was like, dang. And you said something to me. Early on, and I I understood the words. I just didn't understand it because I wasn't in the middle of it. You said, I could have got my business going faster, but I really wanted to keep it organic. Do I understand the concept? Sure, but I didn't really understand it until I started getting my business going. And I have stepped away from things that felt too fast mover shaker kind of stuff that I was like that's not how I Yeah, let me put a
0: visual in everybody's head right it's like that shyster that's coming up grabbing a hold of your hand and trying to tell you about this great thing and pull you in and you know asking you to throw some money down on the I None of that appeals to me, Donna, Mm -mm. at all, and I I know that doesn't appeal to you. Yeah, just to quickly, you know, tie back to what you were saying. I know I could have built this much faster and bigger, uh, but I was comfortable with the pace. I had the vision. I still want to control my schedule uh, because I think we tend to do the other thing, Donna, right? And I'm not saying I'm doing this great yet, but I am getting better in some ways. But some people let their schedules control them. Mm -hmm. And I still, even at this point where I'm at, want to control my schedule. I just had this conversation with friends last night that discernment is so important. Yes. Knowing, Knowing who we are, what we're really looking to do, who we like to work with, right? What gives us life rather than drains us of life. So there's times when I really am exhausted mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever it may be a lot of times it may be because I'm starting to get into some domains that I probably shouldn't be in. Right. So I do, I have a servant heart, but if you will go back and research some of the most successful people in life, you think of the Jack Welch's and, you know, some of those guys, they, they say no to more than they say yes to. Mm -hmm, They're selective. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of dialed in on what's important and what's not. And they're unapologetic about it. So.
1: Yeah. And I, it, try,
0: I try to do that in my business.
1: But it's good, though. It's good to, that's, and that's when I started doing this, that's what I started learning. There were people that were like mover shakers. And I had somebody say to me, like, what's the focus of your business? And I said, well, you know, it's veteran focused on uh, this half. And yes. and I'm trying to, you know, bring communities together, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, oh, what's the focus of yours? And just for context, we were both podcast and, And so I, he goes, mine's to make money. (laughs) And I went, okay. And that's fine. Right. But it doesn't resonate with me because I'm not doing all this for a dollar sign. Trust me, my CPA can tell you that I'm not doing it for the dollar sign.
0: (laughs) But I'm going to, there's another something else I said to you though. And this is what's weighed on my spirit again right now. And it's Mm -hmm. something I believe we've said on one of our episodes in the past Zig Ziglar,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? Zig Ziglar, you can have anything you want in life as long as you're willing to help enough other people. Right. He also said something to this effect, which ties into what you were just saying. Somebody said, well, their goal is to make money. Man, I know we need to maintain a livelihood. I get that. And we have our own desires to have nice things. And that changes in qualification, depending Mm -hmm. on who you're talking to. But Zig said, quit chasing money. You'll never catch it. Instead, chase helping people and money will chase you. So the whole point of it, Don, is, you know, I was kind of saying to you, stay consistent. Stay on point with your heart, with what you're looking Mm -hmm. to do, because the rest of it will line up for you and the people will start finding you. And along on the back end of that, through consistency, will come the other part where your livelihood is being taken care of. And it's a passion It doesn't feel like work.
1: No, and my my best friend said to me one time we were talking, this was a couple months ago, and she goes, I am so proud of you. I was like, oh, well, thanks. And she goes, you are creating this. I'm watching you create this authentic network. And she goes, do you know how hard that is to do? And I was like, what? And she goes, I watch you bring in people that want to do the work that you're doing. You know, they're passionate about this. And I said, well, maybe I'm selective, but I only want to work with people that really want to do what they're passionate about, I guess. And she goes, you know, I try to do it in my community, and it's just like I feel like I fail all the time. And I thought that was just such an interesting comment that – and it was a huge compliment to me because I hope the circle that I keep – and my close, close, close circle is pretty small. I, I mean, you and maybe a couple other people get to kind of see me when I'm moody or I'm annoyed or, um, you know, like, she's I might
0: evoke that out of you more than you, you do another. on occasion. Maybe Brian.
1: Yes, y- y'all do. <laughs> Cause y'all got your own way. I'm like, Lord, but we have a common core and that's where we relate, you know? So yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to turn this back to the audience that I, we want you guys to understand that when we are doing these podcasts, or when Jay is getting up to do a training session, or speaking, or when I'm out there doing a veteran breakfast or connecting people, there is a lot of intent behind it. It is not randomness. It is not, um, oh, whatever. I'll, I'll maybe I'll get some perks from them. I just had someone find me on Instagram the other day. And I found out where they were located, and I said, hey, do you know about this other nonprofit that's, like, right up the road from you? No, I don't. Well, they do this, and you do that. Here, let me send an email to both of you. Yes. Did it hurt anybody? No. Yes. It took me five minutes. And I don't care. I, like, they can go off and, and do amazing things, and I don't need credit yeah. for it. It was just good. Like, you'll do better things. Yeah
0: to that point Donna you know some people want to monetize the very breath they take mm. and it comes across i don't know any other word it comes across as disingenuous and sleazy mm-hmm. and and you know Donna cuz you're in the room with me in these ETAPS yeah. that I'm privileged to get to do for uh the local air force command mm-hmm. and uh and I say to those men and women I don't just bring anyone in to put in front of you uh Maybe I've strayed off that path once or twice. But by and large, I vet people really well. I want to know. For the heart. most part.
1: You know, missed your mark once. Yeah, yeah.
0: for the <laughs> most part. I want to know that they're stepping into yes. the room, not to sales pitch, these men and women, our senior leaders who are getting ready to transition from active duty. I want them to have a heart to want to come in and share, freely share what they know to these soon-to-be transitioning veterans betterment. That's what I want. And you, so... To me, I think that's what draws the right people, to us. because if someone's just looking to access a veteran to put their hand in their pocket, I'm going to have nothing to do with that. Yeah,
1: we're very protective of the we veterans. Are. Like we, you know, yeah, very, very when protective. I'm bringing people in, they better be representing. It actually, yeah. I think the way you vet them for the ETEP is perfect. It, and it's non-threatening, but... It, it's kind of hilarious and jay will be if it's a new person coming in to speak hey thanks for being here um well this is your first go this is the expectation this is the audience and you know if it goes good you know and and everything works well maybe we'll have you back and let me tell you their response (laughs) says everything so if they're like oh okay Probably on the good side, but there's been the occasion. And there's some I haven't brought back. Right. There's been some that's been like, wait, what?
0: (laughs) There's an expectation there. Man or woman, man or woman, regardless of anything they may have wore on their sleeve or collar as rank, I want them to know that they're getting an opportunity to come share wisdom and equip. And if they can't do that without throwing down sales pitches or trying to put themselves in some kind of light that uh is intended to draw them to them uh they probably won't get an invite back right now i the 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 opposite side of that though donna you've heard me say this too to every one of them i do hope that there's connections made though by these speakers sharing their time their absolutely their expertise and what i hope is on a break or something they're connecting with them and saying i'd love to stay in touch i'd love to learn more about what Mm -hmm. you're doing Uh, I feel like I could use your services or your help. Fantastic. I want that for everybody. I just don't want any hard sales pitches.
1: No. Right. Well, and we don't even, I mean, we're at ETAP and we don't what we step forward with. And and when we do say what we do, because I have two sides of my business. Yep. It's quick right behind it to say, we're not sales pitching you. This is just what we do. If you want to know, great. We're not going to come after you. We're not. Yeah.
0: No, they need to know what we do. That's true. I'm in complete agreement. So, Hey, uh, I I was looking at a short list I wrote down, Donna. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's appropriate to do so. I want to keep it really high level and not attach names to it. Can I share just uh, kind of some insights on people we think we're going to have in future episodes so if we still got a captive audience you read my
1: mind i was going to do that as we wrap it up this is a good one yeah if
0: there's if they're still listening i want them to to be hungry and go (laughs) i gotta come back and catch these i've got a guy uh who is a retired army officer that you know had aspirations for what he thought he was going to do yep Uh, but then serendipity settled in he went to take a class the class he was going to take uh something fell through, but there was another one, another course available, and it was an acting course, an acting class. And he was like, I guess I'll I'll check that out. And what he ended up finding was something in him that, you know, compelled him to want to be an actor. And now he's been out there auditioning and getting picked up for nice. you know some, some smaller bit roles he he professes, but he says, I love everything about it, Jay. It's just fun for me and my my wife has, you know, embraced it, and she is enjoying watching that journey. And he's a two-time cancer survivor too. He's just got a compelling story, yep. so uh, he's already said, "Yeah, I, uh, I want to be a part of that." Uh, got another guy that you and I both know, who's a retired Air Force pilot. Yep. Who owns and operates a restaurant. I was at his restaurant last night, by the way, playing trivia. And, uh, and oh, is runs- that where
1: you were doing it?
0: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. 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 He leads it. Good food, good drinks, good food, but but he's phenomenal yes. in that space, and he carries himself with just such humility. He's he's great, just a fun person. Great yeah, guy. and then he happens to also serve as an interim president of of a really large chamber. He's of
1: been college. an interim for a long time, but anyway, for a long
0: time, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so permanently he, interim. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get him on yep. to spend some time with us. I got a franchise um, recruiter.
1: Another Who's one. We been, did one last year. A,
0: he's never been a huh.
1: Remember we did for. I mean we'd do it again because I think it's a good thing to bring up. We did a franchise recruiter uh, our first year.
0: Did we bring him in? Man, I can't believe. I it. I don't
1: know if it's the same one. The first one oh, we did maybe. was Gary.
0: Oh no, this guy's name is Kyle.
1: Yeah, different. So I'd-
0: it's okay. I, wanted to, I wanted to withhold, but but he's near to us. But I really like his view and approach on things. And I only say this to, to the people listening, because whether you're a veteran or not listening to this, I think sometimes we have this grandiose idea that you got to have a ton of money available to you to jump into the franchise space. Mm-mm. And there certainly are some that, that come with a mm-hmm. a higher-end uh, investment point. But not all of them. And some of them are pretty cool deals in... And you can create legacy to pass on to somebody. I've got a friend who was a uh, former Office of Special Investigations agent oh, yes. with the Air Force who just wrapped up his career. And, and uh, he willingly stood and just shared some really tough things, Donna. That's He good. just shared his heart, things he's seen, things he's personally had to do, be a part of. And he said, and finally, I just realized one day I needed help. And uh, I don't know, just listening to him and looking him in the eyes, uh, I, I just thought, you know what, I'd love for you to come on and share your story because people need to be reminded of that. I got a friend, uh, Donna, he is a retired Air Force officer who, uh, very talented uh, individual, could have probably gone on to find a leadership role in any company. And today he is detailing cars.
1: I remember he, this guy. You've told us yeah, that he, we need to bring him on.
0: We do. He wraps vehicles. And he said, Jay, I'm responsible only for me. It's Monday to Friday. So it's, nice. It's nine to five. I get to be home with my family every night. Uh, I get to tap into my creative juices when I'm there figuring out how to brand somebody's vehicle. You know, bring to life what they want. Anyways, he's a really good dude. And then I mentioned to you a friend of mine who's a motivational speaker former army black hawk, black hawk. pilot yeah uh, just a good lady and listening to her story so that's some that's
1: some. Um, we and also have we have a couple potential if it if I can get this committed a uh, former white house staff
0: oh come Veteran. On.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: i hope uh, they bring some some things in there for me to try out.
1: oh god yeah i don't think we're going to get that lucky <laughs> oh well
0: oh. Oh, uh, so they're cool. that lucky. That's, that's cool that's cool. we have
1: um i'm in works right now with a nonprofit that's actually preserving the japanese american um world war ii veterans oh and they've preserved they've preserved them to uh some writing and they actually reached out to us i i you know, there's so many. I said, well, my goodness. Yeah, so we're going to be meeting. There's a nonprofit that uh, rescues uh, bulldogs. And then wow. they partner them up with various populations, including veterans. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to be meeting with them in the near future. So um and there is there is a laundry list coming. Oh, there's a veteran spouse that's doing a lot of amazing things. We'll be doing a recording with her. I'm
0: really excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's going to be a really good one. Um and spouses are a
0: big part of the journey, right? You and I have talked yeah, about that. They're the, the past. backbone. And we've had some spouses on, but big part of the journey and we need mm-hmm. to we need to make sure we're capturing some of their views on
1: I've been you on know. both sides and I'll tell you. Yeah. I I sometimes felt like i'd rather just be the military person and not the spouse
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you shared some of that with Woo! me i know that's true
1: that's a, that is i'll tell you that's some fortitude right there like there was many uh trips to the bathroom to just shed a tear or two like what in the I hell yeah so yeah so we i mean there's a lot in the works right now um there's I got a, another
0: one real quick Donna. i got yeah. one more Go for it. It's somebody we met through our our ETAP kind of escapades last year. Ah. He is now in Tennessee, and he is working uh, in a whiskey distillery. Ooh. And he, he just sent me a lengthy email saying, Jay... You know, never thought that it would actually come to fruition, even though I kind of teased and said I wanted to do it. And he said, I cannot even begin to tell you how much I love where I'm He's at doing
1: life. it. I remember him.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's doing it and loving it. And I, he said, anything you need me for, right? You want to get me on to speak to eTappers? You want to, you know, talk to me about my journey? So I think we should get him. And, if he comes know, out,
1: he so. needs to bring a sample for
0: us so <laughs> well, i was trying for food from the white house chef and well, you're that, going straight to the lineup of shot
1: well i mean that one's a hard maybe he'll send it to us who knows right <laughs> you never know i mean it's it is the you know modern times here oh and yeah. we're bringing on our one of our friends from big brother big sister
0: It's true that yeah, one's good
1: he has
0: infectious yes injury. that's the way i describe him and, Infectious. Infectious
1: is a good word. Yeah, and it's funny because he's gone to all your ETAP. He does. And um, we talk to him every time he's there. And then finally this time I was like, hey. (laughs) And so he was game. And then hopefully.
0: He's a a, uh, retired uh, master chief. He's
1: hilarious too.
0: Yeah, I mean, just an amazing human being. But uh, yeah, really good energy and funny.
1: And if we're lucky. This is going to be your job. You have two jobs. This is your I, job yeah, for the season. Yeah, one is to get our buddy that works for um, the really foundation. No, no, the fa- the other foundation in San Antonio. Oh, oh,
0: oh. I can yeah, that's an easier one for me.
1: Easier I, because yes, but he is a man on the go. So Jay's lucky. He has I the sticky be. hands to get him cuz the rest I of can us
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> can't get him. And then yes. Gary Sinise Foundation. If you're listening out there, we would love, love, love to talk to Gary Sinise. Yeah. Planning seeds, yeah, manifesting. Gary or
0: my friend at a minimum, that is. Jim. Jim can
1: come victory, on too. Yeah. We've we'll talked. We had Ginger. We had his wife. We did.
0: We had Jim's amazing bride and uh, my dear friend. And... Can
1: I tell you that that is the only podcast that I literally had no words for at one point you um, actually wrote me a note as where well, and you're like hey i don't want to take over the whole thing and i'm just like um and i'm not even going to get into why i'll let you guys go listen you'll figure it out quickly she's yeah. amazing um but i i just wasn't for Weirdly, I'm usually pretty prepared. I did not know her story. Sometimes we do blind podcasts. One of us will have a, a, uh, that's true, an interview, and the other person will only know very general stuff, which I kind of like. You know, you get to learn. That was the case. I knew generally about Ginger. I didn't know the details. I probably should have checked the details on that one to be better ready, because that's the one that put me at no words for a short time. So it,
0: it, it definitely hurts the heart. Yeah. Um, and, so if, and, but it, but it, it has a beautiful ending. But
1: she's amazing. Yeah. So her, if you guys get a husband, chance.
0: Troy, her late husband, Troy, Trojan, yes. gave his life to our country. and Great story. And
1: that yeah. story. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Sure. All right. Well, I think that we probably could talk forever. Oh, you know who the other one was that was really good to listen to? Um, there was two others that I thought were really, or three others. Matt Cables.
0: Matt, oh, yeah. I
1: mean... That's a whole story by itself. You need to just go listen. This man's a beast, and good I one. mean this in size wise. He's the kindest person you met, but he's a beast in his size. Yeah. But yeah. by all stats, this man should not be on this earth right now.
0: Sure. Right? So
1: y'all need to go find Matt Cable's podcast and listen to it.
0: That's a good one,
1: too. Um, and then um, two other ones was Mike Wyatt's. When we yep. were talking about veteran benefits, he knows that, that guy is so intelligent and he knew knows the micro. He's a VSO, a veteran service officer. And he knows everything there is to know about veteran disability and and things that you wouldn't even know. Like he's saying words on that. And like, I'm a nurse, and I'm like, I gotta go look that up. Like, <laughs> Lord, That's... that man can he's smart. Um, but yeah. he really gave good information. And then the other one was my friend Tim. And the Patriot Art Foundation. And I, I did a couple of those solo just because of scheduling conflicts. Yeah. But Tim is a long, long, long time friend. And he has a master's in fine arts. And he's an incredible artist. And he just launched his book called The Illumination. I'm totally plugging him on this. Um, and if if you are Christian faith... And you read a Bible, he actually did, took the Bible, did artwork to it. And it is throughout this book called The Illumination. It yeah. incredible work that he does. So anyways, awesome. um, he was just, he's a great, he's a character anyway. Great, great, great. So we had a lot of good people and we have a lot of good people that, to come. And um, yeah, I think we just wanted to mark the new year and just say, look, this is where we've been. This is where we are. And this is where we're going.
0: Yeah. And many thanks to all of you, you know, uh, not only for making it through this episode where Donna and I were just playing tennis, lobbing Spit things, court, uh, but truthfully, I, I mean, again, whether you're a veteran or or not and you're finding value in listening to these episodes, uh, we're thankful for that. We're thankful for each and every one of you. We want you to know we're not resting on laurels. We Mm-mm. are still out there having compelling conversations and finding people with compelling stories and we want to bring those to you because uh you know we want to open the aperture. We want to open the aperture really wide. We want to get you considering, thinking there may be something that you've been looking for, you don't know what it is, and then all of a sudden you you tune into us, you hear an episode and something grabs a hold of you and and you've got your next, you know, niche uh passion in life to pursue and you and we want to be know. connectors. It's who Donna and I both are. We are connectors. She's taking it to a whole new level.
1: That's but my Don, title.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Chief it is. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's your title. But yeah, look, so- this is who we are. It's what we want to do. We always are going to want to hear from you. We would love to hear your ideas. We'd love to have you say, this is something I'm interested in. You know, if y'all could do a future episode on X, not X as in what was formerly known as Twitter, ah! I mean, like whatever topic
1: we don't know anything Uh, about acts
0: (laughs) yeah let us know that and we'll we'll uh we'll do our diligence to try to bring you that
1: absolutely
0: uh, a whole new year in front of us and excited for the journey ahead my friend
1: whole new year all right everybody you want to take us out jay uh
0: look just i kind of gave it all to you i said earlier uh hit the smash button and like us follow us share us uh keep tuning in uh, engage us in some way as we continue to try to engage you. But more than anything, Donna and I just want you all to have a prosperous new year filled with bountiful opportunity. And look, I, I ended a session last week with some veterans, and Donna and I say this to you now. Remember who you are. Mm-hmm. Remember who you are. You've faced uh, many things in life up to this point, and you've overcome them all. You're going to overcome this one, too. We love you. We appreciate you. We look forward to at some point in life crossing paths with you, we hope. But until the next episode, on behalf of our parent podcast company coming home well, thanks for tuning into this episode of Beyond the Frontlines.
1: Have a great week, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to Beyond the Frontline a podcast of Coming Home Well. Join us every other Wednesday. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review.